Hello, everybody. Welcome into another edition of Prime Sports World and a very happy Friday to everybody out there on Facebook, YouTube, and on the Twitch. Uh, thank you very much for checking us out here at Prime Sports World. This is our Cleveland Browns season preview as we're switching into the AFC North now. Uh, of course, your host, David on Point Helping, right there is my co host, Mr. TJ Hopkins. Uh, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, please. You know, check us out here. We give you guys content on a consistent basis, including previewing uh, the seasons for every NFL team uh, before the season gets started. Um, let's talk, DJ. Well, man, I got I got some. So I don't know if you have a Fitbit or ever owned a Fitbit, but no. you become like very attached to it, right? I, like, like I'm so used to it tracking like my steps and my sleep and all that noise, and mine just decided it was finished. Like it's just it's just done with me. Like I, I it, like it was certainly a point where I was just vibrating uncontrollably. I wasn't sure if it was going to explode or something, so I took it off, and I, I didn't. I haven't put it back on. Well, time for a new Fitbit. That's all. Man, they're they're man, they're expensive, man. It make it seem like I can just go get a brand new one. Like I'm just gonna go up and buy a brand spanking new one. Like they're expensive, I, dude. I mean, if it's something that you care about, then. Don't yeah, click once. Yeah. Go get it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I just I didn't expect it to die all of a sudden out of nowhere. When you, how long have you had it? I probably had the same one for like four years. Maybe yeah, that sounds longer. about right. That yeah, about right. I mean, but it just it just I guess it's just tired of my BS and it was just like I'm done. Uh, Swing your gears back over to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, by the way, this will be the last podcast I'm on for over a week as I'm going on vacation tomorrow to Colorado. Uh, actually, Sterling. Uh, Izzy's going to hold down the fort as I sent him a bunch of graphics for a bunch of shows, including the free agency show, which has gotten off to a hot start uh, so far. Uh, they'll be breaking that down sometime next week. Um, but here we go. Cleveland Browns, man. What do you got to say real quick? Um, what's called? Yeah, they there's no no more excuses now. Like you got to you got to get back on this thing. Time uh, for Deshaun, shut up time. Yeah. Like you you. You bail. You basically bailed Deshaun Watson out. You paid him for stuff. He, like you basically pay him for what he's gonna be, what what you're hoping he is versus what he's actually done. And yeah, like we are tired of talking about the Cleveland Browns looking good on paper. Yep. Like we'll talk about it's it. kind. Of, yeah, go ahead. It's kind of the age old story with them too. So let's talk for the first storyline right out of the gates. Can Deshaun Watson regain his form? At one point, a was a borderline MVP caliber football player. Not yes. last season. Um, 1,000 yards, seven touchdowns, five interceptions. Uh, he missed the first 11 games due to that suspension, due to all this stuff off the field that we're not going to get into necessarily on this particular show. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, but it's also been talked about ad nauseum. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to, we don't need to, we don't need to rag on about it. But let back to him on the football field. Yeah, he just wasn't wasn't good last season. Um, so can he regain his form that he showed when he was in Houston and he was a board, he was he was a, like a legit MVP candidate. Uh, yeah, but what was it? He was on his way to win, I think, rookie of the year. He got off like yeah, before, such a he, high before start. he told, yeah, before he told told his ACL, up, he had like practice. I think it was like no, I think it was a game. It was a practice or a game. No, he was he was sure in a practice. Uh, he had got out to, like what was it, nineteen touchdowns to seven interceptions, and then he tears his he tears his knee up, and yep. uh, like, yeah, the rest is history. Like then that one year in Houston, they missed the playoffs, not because of him, but because they lost so many one score games, 
and it was him. Yeah, so it the, was, last, the last season he played in Houston, 2020, uh, he threw for 4,800 yards. I think he led the NFL in passing yards that particular season. He also threw for 33 touchdowns and seven picks. He was excellent that season, and Houston yeah, he Texans, I think, won four. They won four games that year. They won four games, and like the one of the sounds of the season was J- him and JJ Watt walking off the field together. Like I'm, so, like he was basically apologizing to him. He was like, "I'm so sorry, dude. We should have expletive language, like expletive word. Like we should have effing 10, 11 wins." And yeah, they they're going. They were going home at the end of the season. Like they were done. Um, but for Cleveland, he, he has to get back to that. Like, there's no other way around it. Um, again, we are retired of talking about them. Just, hey, on paper, they look amazing. They're this, they're this, they got this, they got this guy, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got perennial DPOY candidate, Miles Garrett. Like, it's enough's enough. Uh, can Deshaun Watson regain his form? I, I hope so. Like, he's not distracted this year uh he doesn't have to worry about going to court you don't have to worry about none of that all that stuff is pretty much done um he can solely focus on his job which is playing football and like to your point like so i'm a big madden guy i play madden a lot and i think i think what was uh i think last year's madden he was not in the game. Like he was in the game, but he wasn't in the game. Like his ratings were like completely nuked, David. Like it went from whatever he normally is. Like they had him nuked all the way down to like a twelve overall. It's like because I'm like, where's Deshaun Watson? And I go all the way to the free agent screen for quarterbacks, and I'm and I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling. I got all the way down to the bottom, and there he is, twelve over. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like they just completely nuked him, and I'm, I'm I'm sure certain players don't give a damn about their Madden rating. Some do, some don't. But can he regain his form? He it's not like he has to. Like he absolutely, positively has to. For the money they gave him, like for the money they gave him, for the stuff they gave up to get him, yeah, a. I, like he has to throw for four thousand yards this season, otherwise it's null and void. <laughs> I agree with you. I think I think he for sure can get back to the form that he had when he was a borderline MVP candidate. Uh, and the weapons are there in Cleveland yeah. for him to regain that form. I mean, this is a better receiving core than he even had the season that he was amazing in in Houston. And, and, and this wide receiving core, I mean, Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, and back Jones, Cedric Tillman, Marquise Goodwin, who's been excellent uh, in. Uh, so far in training camp, David Njoku, who's a good football player, Harrison Bryant. Like this is a better football team on paper than the team that he had in Houston. He could for sure gain regain his form. Uh, I think it's all up here for him right now. He's up in the head. Like he's yeah, got to right. regain that form that he had before. Uh, moving on to the second topic, let's talk about Kevin Stefanski. Um, do you think he's on the hot seat? Like if this season doesn't yes. go particularly well, do you think there's yes. a not there's a there's a legit chance he could get fired if things don't? Yes, go well? I, yes, because it's it's the same thing. Like it's. Every year, like roster on paper, Cleveland Browns have one of the best rosters, right? Every year, and then all of a sudden, they always somehow come up short. And eventually, you're gonna you're gonna place the like they've been placing the blame on two positions for thirty years. It's head coach, quarterback. Those two, like that combination, just can't get right. For like, they've had just as many head coaches as they had quarterbacks. You know the jersey that's in that one store window, 
with the quarterback names that's literally they, yeah. they have pieces of paper stapled to it because that's mm -hmm. how many starting different starting quarterbacks they've had thinking this is the guy this is the guy and then all of a sudden they're scratching that name off and adding a new name and they legit thought baker mayfield was the guy right they did everything right by baker mayfield they best offensive line best running back room best receiving room top 10 defense and baker mayfield was good enough to get you eight wins uh, yeah, and, I, mean, I mean, he did take you to the playoffs and had a good season that year. Um, but, yeah, it's been a mixed bag for sure. Um, I, yeah, I think I agree with you. I mean, he's, he's given like, every opportunity to be successful. Um, yeah, if the Cleveland Browns come up another season where they struggle, I think the finger-blaming – it's not going to go to Deshaun Watson, I don't think, because of the money they paid him. It is much easier to remove the head coach, head coach than, than, it, would, it, than it would be to remove a Deshaun Watson who's making – 50 million dollars a year um yeah he's on the hot seat for sure um i don't, I don't even know what else needs to be said like he just is like i mean like it's it, fair like, or not fair or not right like but it like it's it's the adjustment so i say like and we saw this like we see this all the time right that the a team gets a new head coach they do relatively well right new season comes around and it's like they don't do as well why because one, your schedule gets just a little bit harder. Your stuff that, like the stuff that you do, the stuff that caught people all, uh, off guard last season, is now on tape. So now they know what to look out for. Certain calls, certain cadence, and certain formations, and that's kind of what Kevin Stefanski is going through. That first year, it was all right. This is new. Like this is like yeah, he was somebody else's OC, but now he can like he's in charge of the office. It's his show. Now that you go through that year, you have your minor successes. The following year, it's all right. Oh, yo, we've seen this, and we want we we saw like we saw this on film. We know what's coming. Yep, like we know what's yeah, coming. He's for sure on the hot seat. Let's move on to topic number three. We're talking about Miles Garrett. Um, is he going to get some help this season in the pass rushing department? Um, so he had 38 quarterback pressures last season. Nobody else on the team had more than 12. Uh, he had 16, 16 sacks last season. Nobody else on their team had how many? How many do you think your next highest guy had had on the Cleveland Browns last season? Okay, say what he had again. 16. What do you think the 16, next highest sack? guy? What? This is sacks. 16 yeah. sacks. What was the? How many? How many did the next highest guy have on Cleveland last season? Four. Wrong. You're too high. David Damn. Ryan, who's no longer on this team, put up three sacks last season, and he was the second most quarterback pressures at six. Or no, no, sorry. Javion Clowney had 12, but he's not really a sack guy. He only had two and a half or two sacks last season. But three sacks by David Bryant, 16 for Miles Garrett, 38 quarterback pressures, 12 the next highest guy on the team. Can they get some help for Miles Garrett? And who's going to be the guy to provide that help? Now that's the part I don't know. Um, it's like they they had to because it eventually it becomes real. It's easier said than done. It, it becomes real easy to, hey, I'm just gonna slide protection to whatever side Miles Garrett on, and if that's not enough, I got a running back. I'm gonna keep a running back or a fullback back there to chip off him. And we 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 say this all the time if about a, a certain player, right? If if you go to if you go to the Cleveland Browns and whoever else is on their D line, if they have the game of their life, if they get to the quarterback four times, three four times in the game, but Miles Garrett doesn't, 
and you lose that game to the Cleveland Browns, you know what you say? Hey, man, good game. Yep. I don't care that – give me some. Give me a D-lineman on the roster right now, just somebody. Uh, so, they, I mean, they just traded for Zaria Smith. We'll talk about him later. Uh, they did sign Delvin Tomlinson as well, who's a good football player. But Jordan Elliott, I mean, uh, Jeremiah Osukoromoa. Uh, oh, perfect. Perfect. First round, the uh, high draft pick, right? Awusu Koromoa. Yep. Two second round pick two seasons ago. Uh, was perfect. injured all so, of last year, I think. Perfect. So if Awusu Koromoa has three sacks and you lose that game, but Miles Garrett has like literally no pressures, no sacks, no nothing, maybe a tack, like maybe two, three tackle for losses, but you, but Awusu Koromoa has the game of his life. Like he's like basically in your backfield by the t- before the ball is hiked. And you lose that game, you know. You walk to the middle of the field, you shake everybody's hand. Hey, good luck down the road. But I'm not letting Miles Garrett. DJ, how did I know you were gonna say that exact phrase? All right, I'm not. <laughs> right, I'm not letting Miles Garrett mess up my like mess up my backfield. But I'm like, I'm not letting that happen. So it ha- it you can almost ask for a help by committee thing. Like it's unfair. Like we are, because like I, I guarantee, like they going into the game. Hey, Miles is gonna be Miles. Like the like the Cleveland Brass is like Miles is gonna. Be, I don't have to worry about Miles Garrett getting his numbers, which is why they brought in the Sedarius Smith, and we'll get to that. Yep. So yeah, like I, I'm Miles, but Miles Garrett also kind of has to be that voice and be like kind of selfishly, in a way, be like, hey. I can't do this by myself. He don't strike me as that type of player. He does not strike but, me as that guy either. So, but but after a while, it's like somebody got to light the fire underneath the rest of the guys, and it it, it has to be him, or it has to be. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, like, on the I mean, they, Denzel Ward has kind of been one of those guys. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, like is, it has to be. Like it has to be someone, somebody like that, like a, a Denzel Ward, Grant Delpit's Del been there for a minute. Like, yeah, somebody like that has to be like, hey, Miles King. I mean, Taki Taki's been a guy. Taki Taki's been a guy who's been there for a while too. Like it's like somebody got to be like, hey man, I, we we got to help the big man out. We got because like we go as he go. Right, but we'll see what ends up happening. Who's going to help out Miles Garrett? Uh, let's swing into their draft. Obviously, they were extremely limited when it comes to their draft, uh, as opposed to their first two first round picks. Uh, went to Houston as part of the Deshaun Watson trade. Uh, but mm-hmm. they did trade, for, they did get Cedric Tillman, a wide receiver out of Tennessee, in their third round. Uh, they, they took a- Akia, a defensive tackle out of Baylor. I didn't pronounce that name at all. Good. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Dwan Jones fell to the fourth round. Tackle out of Ohio State. Uh, Zaya McGuire, edge out of Missouri. Dorian Thompson Robinson, a backup quarterback out of the UCLA. Uh, Cameron Mitchell, a cornerback out of Still. Northwestern. Uh, and then Luke Wilper, uh, center out of Ohio State. Uh, that with some injuries, so I think his, he might not play this season. But his, he was at one point considered the best center in this draft. To get him in the sixth round is really good value. And I will say this, based on the fact they did have Two first round. They didn't have a pick in the first or a second round. I think they did. A this is a bang up. They did a bang up job in this draft. Cedric Tillman is a steal. I think he's better than some of the wide receivers that went before him. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't think of any of the names right now because I've been doing a lot of packing and moving well, around. His, his teammate, his teammate Jalen Hyatt went second round ahead of him. I think I legit think uh, Jalen Hyatt had a great 
season for Tennessee, but we already know the game that got Jalen Hyatt drafted, and it was that game he just went, yeah, he just went berserk on Alabama. Uh, Cedric, tell me, yeah, absolute steal in the in the third he, he was the best. He was the best wide receiver on that Tennessee on Tennessee Volunteers team the season before, um, mm-hmm. but he didn't have a good season you know, when it really mattered, right, his draft season, and it hurt his draft stock. But he's he's a better player than Jonathan Mingo, uh, who went number pick number, the second round uh, to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I think he's better than Jaden Reed, the kid that went to Green Bay Packers. Uh, let me see here. I think he's better than Rasheed Rice. I think that's close, though. Uh, yes, too. He's for sure better than Marvin Mims. Oh, SMU. Oh, yeah, he's, a, he's absolutely better. Uh, Big 12 Marvin receivers – yeah, brother to uh, what's his name, Denzel Mills. Um, big 12 receivers kind of you got to feed like big 12 quarterbacks, you got to feed with a long handle spoon because like the defense is just so wide open and it's like yeah. Yeah. I mean, the spread yeah. and all that good stuff, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, I love I love what they did with this draft. I think Dwan Jones is another guy that they got as a steal in the fourth round, he should be steal. able to play some legitimate minutes for them, uh, snaps for them this season. Like, I think they did it like this is a borderline, like, hey, finest draft. Yeah, B B plus A minus. Yeah, I'll give it that. All, right, I, I all the guys, I mean. all the guys they picked up minus uh, Thompson Robinson because he's um, he's a backup. He's a should, project at the quarterback position. Should literally like out. Well, everybody outside of Thompson Robinson and Whipler should probably be contributing, like rotational guys. Yeah, I like, agree with you. Except- so uh, if I can pull up there, um, I got their depth, depth chart right here. What are, you, what are you looking at? Where's Cedric Tillman on the depth chart? So he's currently listed as their fourth wide receiver uh, behind Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, and Donovan Peoples Jones. Uh, okay, that's fair. That, that, that's fine. That's that. That's fine. Yep, that's fine. Uh, Luke Weipler, I'm not pronouncing that well at all, Whipler. but he's the backup center right now. I guess he wasn't injured. I don't know. I don't know why he fell in the draft. Um, uh, Ika is the backup left defensive tackle behind Alvin Thompson, who they signed in free Makes agency. Ten. Makes sense. Uh, Cameron Mitchell's pretty far there on the depth chart. I don't know how much he's actually going to play this season. Um, special but, teamer. Yeah, special teamer. But yeah, this is. I think they did a great job with this draft. Like this. Where's is Isaiah? Good... Where's Isaiah McGuire? The edge they got out of uh, in the fourth round. Uh, he's he's the third backup. So Darius Smith, uh, Okariku, and Isaiah McGuire is behind him. So rotation. Yep. Fine. Uh, Juwan Jones is the third backup right tackle. Um, I, I think they did a pretty solid job. Given that they had to have a first or second round pick, I think yeah. they did a great job with this draft and uh, the way they manipulated the draft board. Kudos. I mean, like, like, I'm pretty sure they're tired Like, they're tired of saying the same thing. Like, on paper, we, we got to stop saying on paper, the Cleveland Browns, this, this, this. Like, you're, in, you're, like, you're trying to get back in that race that is the NFC, NFC AFC North. No one, like, ain't nobody talking about y'all no more. Yep. Like, so we'll see. Uh, moving on to their free agency class, obviously notable additions, Delvin Tomlinson. They stole Dwan Thornhill from the Kansas City Chiefs, reigning Super Bowl champs, Dwan Thornhill. You make the Super Bowl champs worse and you get better. Uh, pretty solid move there. Uh, Elijah Moore, who they traded for. I think they gave up a second-round pick and then flipped the third uh, for Elijah mm-hmm. Moore. Uh, Okariku was a free agent signing. They traded for Zarius Smith. Um, I think they gave up a draft pick for next season. I don't really remember. Uh, they couldn't complete departures. You know, Greedy Williams, who was a rotation cornerback for them. Javion Clowney, who was a their starting right edge. And then Kareem Hunt, 
uh, who was a solid piece to this team when he was playing. Um, but well, we kind of yeah, we kind of was saw, on the wall. Yeah, right was on the wall with that one. Uh, Greedy Williams was uh ain't ain't a not not a bit. Greedy Williams was a bust for them. I think Greedy Williams was a first round draft pick for them. Um, back uh, in you might be right. On. Hold on, hold on. Greedy Williams, I'm pulling it up, pulling it up. Ah, he was a second round draft pick. I take that back. Was a second round draft pick back in 2019. Yeah, and you're yeah, he played he played three seasons there. Uh, and you're already on your second team. Yeah. So wait 12 games his rookie year, did not play the entry in his in the COVID year. 16 games in 2021, 11. So 39 out of 39 games for the Cleveland Browns. You have two career picks, 10 pass deflections, which is actually pretty decent, um, and one career forced fumble. So for a second round draft pick, and I, I I think they were using him in special teams last season because he has he played in 11 games, but he only title he only amounted 11 tackles. So that that feels like a special teamer to me, but right, I could be wrong. Hmm? And well, yeah, we could, we could, we absolutely could be wrong. Like, I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure either. But you get better with Juan Thornhill. Elijah Moore was literally just. I I just think he's just happy to be out of New York. I agree with you on that. Even though you know we got Aaron Rodgers now, I might utilize him a little bit better. But yeah, I think he changed the scenery. He was going to be good for him, and I think he's a good complement to Amari Cooper, where they already have on their roster. Yeah, yeah, he's a he, like he's a slot guy. He's a speedy guy. He's all that other good stuff. Um, obviously, he like he at, he demand like he was made fun of because he demanded the trade, and you were definitely one of those guys. Like who are, who the hell is this guy to be demanding anything? And it's like well. Disgruntled players are disgruntled players. Like you, stars aren't the only players that get unhappy. And yeah, I mean, if you if you you think your value is worth more than you you're being presented, I mean, you're going to be unhappy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think a change of scenery is going to be solid for him. I kind of like what they've done here. Like I like the Cedario Smith addition to this team. Uh, he's mm-hmm. somebody who gets after the quarterback in a in a pretty big way. I love the Juan Hor- the Juan Thornhill signing. Thornhill, uh, yeah. And I'd also love the Dalvin Tomlinson signing. He's a really good at like defensive tackle. Um, he doesn't get a lot of pressure under the quarterback. He's never had more than three and a half sacks in the season. Um, but he is a good r- run stopper. Now, you constructed this roster for three quarterbacks, really. Two of them are in your own division, right? You're chasing Lamar Jackson. You're chasing Joe uh, Joe Burrow, and eventually, if your pass cross with that man in Kansas City. You you got to have enough guys on the other end to stop him. So if you're the Cleveland Browns, you're looking at it like this. Um, yeah, we're chasing those other two guys, but in our mind, the division's up for grabs. That guy in Pittsburgh who had that who had the stranglehold in the division for all those years, he's gone. He's long gone. So we ain't got to worry about that no more. Like in your mind, like yeah, Joe Burrow's here, Lamar's here. But in your mind, in the Cleveland Browns' mind, this division is up for grabs. There's no re- – like, you're in going into – there's no reason why we, we can beat them. We can win this division. We can match up against Kansas City. And do I think Deshaun Watson can 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 go toe-to-toe with Pat Mahomes? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's proved it already. 
kinda like they they was up twenty one and then they blew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hate to see it, but yeah, that's the way. Hate to see it, but yeah, like it's and you're hoping to to the the question that you asked about who's gonna help Miles Garrett? Yo, Dalvin Thomason, Zadarius Smith. Yeah, like we like you don't you don't have commodities in that. Moving commodities, you don't have to ask Zadarius Smith like that one year he had in Green Bay. You don't have to ask that from him. Like you don't, I mean, hey, he, he, even the season that was a quote unquote down season for him, he had ten. He had ten sacks last season. I mean, he's over the last outside of that. I guess he got injured in twenty twenty one in Green Bay and only played one game. Um, but twenty nineteen, thirteen and a half. Twenty twenty, twelve and a half. Even the season, his final season at Baltimore, he had eight and a half sacks. And then twenty twenty two, as a member of the Minnesota Vikings, ten sacks. Ten sacks. So, like, as as a as a guy who's like always been kind of the other guy, I mean, he, you can't get much better as the other guy than ten sacks at the minimum, right? Like you expecting right. ten sacks out of him, and 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 then he goes to Green Bay where he's the guy, and he has a career season, and it's like even on a bad quote unquote bad defensive um, Vikings team, he got ten sacks. Like, bro, if you give me anywhere from six to ten sacks. While Miles Garrett gets his number, yeah, that's a win. And Dalvin Thomason, if you can get me anywhere, if you can get six to eight sacks from the DT spot, that's a win. Like yeah, Juan Thornhill, just ready for really, I personally really like what they've done in free agency. I, I think Cleveland as a whole, I think their offense, their offseason has been really like they've done a bang up job improving I mean, this like, team this offseason. But, but like the thing is, we've seen this before. We've seen this before, like literally with the Cleveland Browns. Like this is carbon copy, like 10.0 with them. Like how many years have we seen the Cleveland Browns have a good draft, have a good free agency, and it amounts to nothing? Yep. So let's talk about it. Let's get into the predictions. Let's talk about their record. Uh, they start the season with probably an unfortunate start to the season. Uh, they got Dang. to – yeah, their their beginning of their schedule is tough uh, before they have an early bye. Uh, but they got to go to Cle- Cincinnati comes to town. Uh, you know, a chance for Deshaun Watson to get right up on the right foot. Um, but do they beat Cincinnati? This is the first game of the season. Um, no, I agree with you on that. I think yeah, I think they, <laughs> the, I think the Cincinnati Bengals are, are they got better this offseason as well. We'll talk about them in a future episode. Uh, but yeah, I think that they, I think the Bengals win that game. From there, they go to Pittsburgh into what's now called a Shurer Stadium. I'm still going to call it Heinz Field, and I don't Heinz care what anybody Field. else says, uh, in Pittsburgh. And they go to the Steelers, uh, a team that was b- very close to making the playoffs last season. Uh, I think mm-hmm. they missed it just because of some tiebreaker or something. Uh, but Mike Tomlin continues the streak of un- having uh, winning seasons. Uh, what is it, when 20 years season? in a row? Yeah. Uh, do, does, not- do, the, do the Cleveland Browns go into Pittsburgh and get this victory? Yes. Uh, obviously... Um... Sorry, Steelers fans. Um, I just don't have faith in that front, in that front seven for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like it's, it's been a revolving door for them. Um, Najee Harris having to do fifty thousand moves just to get back to the line of scrimmage, so it's not a negative loss. Kenny Pick, I mean, like your saving grace is Kenny Pickett and George Pickens year two together, growing up together. They have a chemistry. You add a pissed off Allen Robinson looking yeah. to. Yeah. And Deontay Johnson's still good. Deontay Johnson's still. 
Pat Fryermuth is a top ten tight end in the, in this league. Yep. Uh, and I, I think you know they took they took they did draft an offensive tackle. Um, the kid from sorry. was it Jones? The kid from Georgia. The other uh, uh was it is it Darnell Darnell Jones something like no, that. That's not it. Um, that's not it. No. We'll 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 get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, I don't, I don't, his name is totally him, but I am disagreeing with you. I think okay. they lose this game. I think Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh's going to be better than people think. You think um, Pittsburgh wins this game? I think Pittsburgh wins this game. Yeah, uh, I think they. I think they split with uh, every team in the AFC North besides Cincinnati. That would be that would be perfect. Uh, and then the next game, the Tennessee Titans come to town. I don't know what to make of Tennessee right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have them beat mm-hmm. the Titans. Mm-hmm. Next game. Get back on their winning ways. Uh, I also think they beat Baltimore. This game is in Cleveland, so I think they I do not year. think they beat Baltimore. I take. Do they beat Baltimore? This, all right, I this, think, I, I think that that game will be close. So I, bro, I this, hey, this is a hey, this this gotta be prime time slide. This gotta be a Monday night. This gotta I be mean, a three thirty on CBS. This gotta be a Sunday night. This. <laughs> This got this game got to have all eyes this, on it. This, this this game is a one o'clock Eastern time. Oh, yes. Daddy. oh <laughs> they did you so dirty. Uh, but that Pittsburgh <laughs> game is on Monday Night Football. So <laughs> hey hey the the, the what you call it the um what's that shit called when uh when the they, when they yeah they, they that should be any given. I, I I disagree with you on that because it kind of screws over ticket holders. If you buy a game, a ticket for a game, and all of a sudden they flex it to prime time, it's like, um, what am I gonna do? Like, what if you got work? I mean, the next no, day? no, it's not like the ticket's still good. You can, yeah, like, but you if guess. you if you plan to go to a game at one o'clock, all of a sudden it becomes seven o'clock, and you let's say you have work at four in the morning the next day, you're gonna be like, you call oh. off, you call <laughs> off. You co- uh, not everybody, not everybody's got sick days, TJ. Uh, moving on, moving on. Uh, after their bye week, the San Francisco 49ers come to town. And, yeah, I think oh, they lose this geez. game. I think San Francisco's going to be tough. Uh, I don't know who the quarterback's going to be at this point. Probably be Brock Purdy. Uh, you don't think it he matters? Better, he better be able to find that magic he found at the end of last season. Is There's going to be a lot of tape on him now. Um, we'll see if that ends up working out for him. Uh, but, yeah, I got, I got San Francisco beating Cleveland. Uh, I – don't think it's gonna be Brock Purdy at quarterback. I think it's gonna be Trey Lance. And I just dropped something. I just dropped my phone, my bad. Oh uh, okay. I think it's gonna be Trey Lance. And the reason my logic is that because it's you don't give up what you gave up to move up to get him, and then just move off of him. So I'm going to go. I guess, I guess it depends. I depends on how Trey, if Trey Lance ends up being the starter week one, I think it matters how he plays. You know, like I 100, I 100% believe that the 49ers are going to do a QB by week. I agree with you on that thing. Uh, like they're, yeah. But, but I still think the, the pieces there in San Francisco, regardless of the quarterback position, I think are better than what Cleveland has. Because San Francisco yeah, uh, is not printed like San Francisco. San Francisco isn't loaded too. Like they have outside oh, of the quarterback position, they have their, their they, team is they stacked. were they, like Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt in the NFC Championship game. They very well could have beat Philly, yep. and went to the Super Bowl. Uh, I agree with you. I think Trent Trent Williams is one of like literally one of maybe three top ten, top 10 players in the NFL. Like, I think. Position. No, I, I think Trent Williams is one of three left tackles where you can like literally leave him by himself, 
against Miles Garrett, and you're fine. Yep. Uh, moving on from there, we got two games back-to-back on the road. Uh, the first, they go to Lucas Oil Stadium, the house that Peyton Manning built, and then they go to Seattle. Next game. Uh, and Next game. Fields. Uh, I think they beat Indianapolis. I think they lose to Seattle. Uh, I got them at three and four. Next uh so they blow the they blow the doors off of Andy. Jim Irsay gonna be afraid to show his face <laughs> after what after what after what they finna do to them. Uh Nick Chubb, I'm, I'm Nick Chubb 220. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Also, I think the <laughs> game after that they go again. The Arizona Cardinals coming to Cleveland. Uh, I think they also get the victory here as well. Uh so I got him at four and four uh heading down the stretch of their season. Uh, as they go now, they go t- two games in the division. Uh, first, they go to Baltimore, and then Pittsburgh comes to town. How do you see those two games shaking out, TJ? I agree with you on the split factor with um, – I agree with you with the split factor on Cincy and Baltimore. I think they split. I don't think they with, split with Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati sweeps that series. I think they split with Cincinnati. Uh, it's going to be the home-and-home. Home. Uh, can, but can I see both Cincy and Baltimore sweeping them? Absolutely. Can I see Pittsburgh? Can I see uh, Cleveland sweeping them? Maybe, maybe. Um, they lose if 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 everybody's healthy with Baltimore, Lamar, OBJ, um, JK, Dobbins. JK, yeah, JK Dobbins. Had to think for a minute. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if they stay, if they if they're healthy by this time, Baltimore wins, and then I think they sweep. I think they sweep Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think they lose that game to Baltimore, and I think they beat Pittsburgh. Uh, I think they split with Baltimore and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I have them now at six, five and five as we go down to the final seven games of the season. Uh, the first game is where they go to Mile High and take on the Denver Broncos, uh, a team where many people are projecting to be much improved uh, based improved. on what they've done this offseason. You know, boost up that offensive line. Uh, well, not upgrade. just they this. Co- this upgrade the head coaching that position part. to Sean Payne that part. over, over that part. His name is totally escaping me. I don't remember who it was. Uh, Luke Getsky? No, that's uh, the guy. No, it's not. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Thank you. Uh, What do you think happens here? Cleveland Browns, Denver Broncos. Is this a primetime game? It is not. It's 405. It is is on Fox, which is weird. That's a primetime game. No, it's not. Yeah, that's like like Game of America, bro. Like, that's like, yeah. I mean, I guess. I don't don't consider it primetime unless the game airs at – Eight o'clock. Like, no, like it, none of the any anything. Pretty much anything after like no, after just, that. I, no, I, no, no. We, anything we, we, after we, that. I, I respectfully, I respectfully disagree with you. <laughs> so. Like anything after that noon slate is considered like you like three thirty. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So like, this is Fox's. I, I, I just don't. I don't agree with that. So whatever. If <laughs> this is if this is Fox's uh like game of the week like that you know like that that, that they do like the only difference is it's not. It's not Aikman and um, Joe Buck calling the game. Uh, well, they, they work at ESPN now, so they wouldn't be called the game anyways. But, uh, holy! I'm, I'm having the boost. I'm having the, I'm having them beat Denver. Um, I'm Why? Not totally so I'm not totally sold on Denver, and I think I think Cleveland's going to be a little bit better than them. And this game is one of those games. What? Think okay, so like a straight up coin flip. Like I think this what, game is a coin. What, what, what about Denver? Are you not sold? Well, on we, yet? we we will get to Denver when we get to it. I'm just saying I'm not completely sold on Denver. Uh, those are a lot of moving pieces that they all have to kind of go in the right direction. Um, okay. We'll see what ends up happening. Okay. Um, I'm going. Oh, I'm gonna go Denver in the field goal. 
I think they I think they went off the altitude. I and think they don't they... have Brandon McManus anymore. That's tragic. You <laughs> <laughs> are you. Moving on. Uh, Moving on to the next week. They go to they stay out west. Uh, this time they go to SoFi Stadium and take on the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, coming okay. off a very disappointing season. Uh, this game is Andrew also Riddle quote unquote season. in prime time. <laughs> We're just uh no vacation uh, cannot come fast enough. I'm tired of you. 4.25 p.m. Eastern time. They held really so fine stadium. Uh, how do you see this game shaking out, TJ? Uh, like, LA, well, like you said, like they had a disappointing season only because they were beat the hell. Like, you see what they went through? Like, yeah. Stafford hurt. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Cooper Cup messed up his ankle. Allen Robinson wasn't the guy they hoped he'd be. I mean, this offensive and, line was in shambles all season. They never really were able to replace Andrew Whitworth. Andrew Whitworth, they probably still haven't replaced Andrew That's Whitworth. Because uh, they haven't <laughs> had any draft picks to do so with. To do so. Uh, they also have, they haven't had a cap space to also replace and They traded with Jalen Ramsey. This is not a Rams team that's going to be going to be any good. Like, I just I think, like, I think I, it's I, one I, of those, they, like, they're giving me Bears 2010, like 2010, 2011 vibes. They're gonna score. They 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 are gonna score points. They're gonna score I, a I, lot I'm of points. So, I'm not so sure about that. I, no, I think no, if no. you could, I, I think if you could lock up Cooper Cup, I think that this offense leaves a lot to be desired. I mean, outside of Cooper Cup, that, but that's Cooper, easier. That that's easier said than done. Like sure, you don't sure. think. I, like, come I, on, I'm like, not, I'll, 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 I'm, I'm, I do not think this will be a good football team. I have Cleveland winning this game, maybe easily. I, I so I'm giving the Rams. I think they're gonna average just under thirty a game. I'm gonna give them twenty eight. I'm gonna give them twenty eight points a game. But the issue is, I think it's the complete opposite, right? If you stop them one time, you win. Like I think I I think that's what it is. Like if that was the issue. Like I said with those those early two thousand like those uh, mid two thousands uh, Bears team. Like right like if you if you stop Jay Cutler and that high powered offense. Just one or two times, and your offense scored. That was good enough. Yeah, true. I think uh, that's what the Rams going to be. I, I, I don't think the Rams are going to be any good. Like so, he's thrown. Uh, moving on to the to the next game, uh, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars coming into Cleveland, which could be for some sort of playoffs <laughs> standings, ratings, whatever. Um, how do you see potential the game playoff out? matchup? Yeah, potential playoff matchup too. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars coming into Cleveland. Who you got winning that game? Oh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, meet Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, meet Trevor Lawrence, that kind of thing. Um, I think what's called uh, like Jacksonville is going to be showing off the shiny new toy all season. Um, yeah, I agree with you on that. And the, the shiny new toy just happens to be, I don't know, Calvin really. Like, what has he ever done in his career? Um, I'm, that's hyperbole, people. Cool. I oh this is this would be like the perfect one of the few perfect games for Deshaun Watson. So like every year that like every so often there's this there's this one quarterback that they want to crown and crown early. And Trevor Lawrence is that guy, right? Trevor Lawrence was pegged the number one draft pick when he was 17 years old before he ever threw a pass for Clemson. 
He's the number one quarterback in the country. Up, oh, you're going to be the number one overall pick, and they want him to be. They want him to be the face of the league so bad. And Pat Mahomes is like, <laughs> no. Lamar is going to be like, yeah, no. Right, same thing. And this is right. This is Deshaun Watson's chance to be like, y'all got all these guys ahead of me. I'm gonna show y'all that. I'm gonna show y'all why my name is Deshaun Watson and who the f I am. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cleveland in this game. I'm gonna disagree with you. I'm gonna take Jacksonville. I, I do why you a hater? Gonna, you a hater? You a hater? I'm not a hater. I just had them winning three games in a row. Um, I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> I think this. I think this could be a borderline trap game. You, you come off two free impressive wins in a row. You beat Pittsburgh. You beat Denver. You beat the Rams. And then you come into town, the Jacksonville. I think you lose that game. Um, then they got two games back to back against two of the worst teams in the NFL this season before. Um, Chicago Bears should be much improved given their free agency and their draft. Uh, and then you got the Houston Texans, who also should be much improved and with incentive to win. Do they win either of these games? They're going. Bears come there. They go to Houston. How do you see these two games shaking okay, out? Okay, so I'm going Chicago. Obviously, I'm biased, but at the same time, I think this is the game for Justin Fields to kind of like rewrite a lot of wrongs. His career got off to a terrible start. This was his first start. Like this. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was rough. Was it nine sacks or six? Not yeah. Something, something like, like, like this was his. This was his first years? start of his NFL career, and you could not have picked a worse game to be your first start with that offensive line, like a terrible offensive line against one of the premier edge rushers in the league, and Miles Garrett. And it went about how you thought it would go, right? Like they made Baker Mayfield look like a Hall of Famer. Outside of like outside of the bias, I'm legit going Chicago. I, I, I think when the weak point of your defense is your secondary, and that's kind of where Cleveland's at. Like it's the secondary's good. Right, like like the secondary is good. It's not like they got bums back there. Right, like they they got a they got a a good secondary. But that's the quote unquote weak part of this defense, and it's not the same Chicago team that you faced two years ago. Right, where it like they it's legit it, it it's legit guys out there now. Right, who's gonna cover? DJ Moore, Chase Claypool is a solid dude. Cole Komet, matchup nightmare. You got Darnell Moody coming back off and like, bro, like it's they gonna have a work cut out for him this game. Would I be surprised if they? Would I be surprised if they won? Absolutely not. But do I think it's gonna be a walk in the park? No. I I I agree with you. I think actually both these games will be competitive, but I have Cleveland winning them both. that's why the the final stretch down the season they go to Cincinnati and then New York Jets I, I guess they go to New York uh, take Aaron Rodgers on uh, at MetLife Stadium then they go to Cincinnati uh, two teams that are expected to be playoff teams how do you think the se- end of the season shakes out for the Cleveland Browns CJ okay I I think so to the first I think they split between Chicago and Houston again I'm being biased they lose to Chicago they beat Houston they oh. Do they beat the Jets? Do you think, think they so. beat the Jets? 
say, I think I think they beat the Jets. I think their offensive line is going to be good enough to negate that defense a little bit. And I think their offense is going to have enough weapons where Sauce Gardner, uh, I do like the other guy, the other corner on the Jets. His name is totally escaping right now. He's a free agent acquisition uh, this most recent season. Uh, and then I got them, obviously I have them losing to Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, I think that's how, I think they beat the Jets, lose to Cincinnati. And then I so for the final total for me, I have the Cleveland Browns at ten and seven. I do not think that'll be good enough to win the division, but I do think it's good enough to be in the hunt for a playoff spot, depending on what that wild card situation looks like. With you know all of those teams out west, and with the AFC East having three potential, four potential teams that could be and playoff teams. Just like that, I became a Memphis Grizzly fan. Um, you'll see why in a few seconds. Um, okay. 10 and 7, 10 and 7, 11 and 6. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think if they go 10 and 7 or in, in that range, 10 and 7, 11 and 6, I think the high end for them is 12 and 5. I Very agree high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I'm- um, I think 10 and 7 would be good enough to keep Stefanski's job. I also don't think he I think the seat I don't uh, I don't think the seat's hot, but it's getting hot. Makes oh, sense. For sure, huh? Yeah. I mean, uh, if they win 11 if they win 11 games and they miss the playoffs because of how stacked the AFC is, I don't think he'll I don't think he'll be yeah, I, don't, I don't think he'll get fired, that's but that's not if, his fault. If if he, they have a season where they win like 6 games, I think he'll be done. Oh yeah, yeah. Anything bro, anything less than 9 wins, yeah, he's out of there. I agree with you on that. Uh, but, yeah, this has been our Cleveland Browns season preview. Thank you very much for checking us out here at Prime Sports World. I'm David Huffman right there. Some, yeah, some, some free agent signings went down during the show. Dennis Schroeder to Toronto. Derek Rose to Memphis. I, I like that fit for him, actually, a little bit, uh, especially with John Morant missing the first you know quarter of the season. 20, 25 games, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, they're going to be breaking that down next week as we give you out the winners and losers with free agency as early. It's getting off to a buzzing start. Uh, I'm David Huffman right there. It's Mr. TJ Hopkins. Thank you very much for checking us out. Please like, share, and subscribe. TJ, what do we do here at the Prime, my friend? We bring the heat and thank well, – it's, it's going to be hot, but th- at least the, the air quality – how's the air quality by you, by the way? It's it's better now. It was better? bad for like all week, but it's, it's – Yeah, it was yeah, – It's, it's, it's it in was the orange bad. range right now, so – Mine is last time I looked, it was pretty clear. Yeah, I'm back in. I'm I'm, I'm back like green, yellow ish. Yeah, yeah, we're so, not. We're, we're, yeah. we're at the orange, so uh, we're not at red and we're not at purple anymore. So uh, we'll take that for right now. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we'll be back here. Absolutely. I will, we'll be back here next week. I won't be back here next week. I'm gonna go on vacation. Yeah, uh, enjoy, bro. I, I can't enjoy. wait, man. I'm looking forward to it. I'll send you guys some pictures as we go through it. Oh, uh, please. So, uh, you guys all take care and be safe yeah. out there. We'll see you guys next week. You be safe. You be safe uh, out there. I, I will be, man. I will.